Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hotline here on Baskin of Phelps. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy's Andy Baskin. This gentleman works with us on the Browns Radio Network. He is former Buckeye, former Bedford Bearcat. Former NFL defensive back, Tyvis Powell. Hey, Tyvis. Sunshine. Hi, guys. You know, I miss you guys. Sundays, I just want you guys to know that Sundays are no longer the same, you know? They're yeah. empty. When You're I, not working. They're good. When I know that I'm not going to see Andy Baskins in the morning and I'm not going to see Jeff Phelps to talk to at the end of the after the Browns guy, it, it just makes me sad. You know, I don't know what to do with myself. Now I'm forced to sit down and watch the games with my wife and and just and she has to listen to me be annoying about teaching her the game of football, which she's probably not interested in. But that's life. <laughs> she's wishing you were a lawyer right now, right? <laughs> what did you think yesterday? There were some uh, well, all weekend long. We we I'll get into this in a second, but the Niners look good. Your Niners beating Dallas and holding them down a little bit, and the Eagles looked unstoppable. Let's start NFC. Yeah, so the Niners, you know, that that game was going to be a defensive game. You talk about these two teams, they, they've been thriving because their defense has played well. And obviously, some everybody wants to get on the Cowboys train, but for some odd reason, they just can't get past the hump in the playoffs. So it's one of those things where I'm at that they got to show it to me for me to believe that it's going to happen. Uh, I, as far as the Niners go, I mean, for them to have Brock Purdy in there, and him to look the way he looked. He looks about as poised as any quarterback that's playing in the playoffs right now. And that's scary to be able to do that as a rookie. Um, if he actually pulls this Super Bowl off, it's going to be very interesting in San Francisco. As far as Philly goes, I knew Philly was a really good team. I didn't think they were going to blow the Giants out like they did, but the Giants kind of didn't look like themselves in that game. Um, they had that elite pass rush from the defensive tackles with Dexter Lawrence and Leo. But those two was kind of non-existent in that game. So the Philly, Philly did a great job. That RPO thing, I hope the Browns is paying attention to seeing how effective it is because they can run that exact same thing next year, which they should be doing. But Philly, Philly looks good. That Philly versus 49ers, I could see that game going either way. But obviously, I'm slightly biased towards the 49ers. Uh, hang on, Ty. I just want to go back to the Browns here, and we'll come back to the playoffs. But my question for you is Jim Schwartz. And – how will the Browns' defense be better next year with Jim Schwartz than it was with Joe Woods? Because we haven't had a chance well, to talk to you. Well, Jim Schwartz, well, after you listen to those exit interviews, you know, those, you know, from uh, J- J3, you know, they'll be – Jim Schwartz will do a better job of having those guys motivated, having those guys ready to play. He'll come up with a better game plan. I think he'll – he will call things that – um, allows his players, his best players, to make plays. Obviously, we know about the wide nine, and obviously we know the defensive tackle is still a level of concern. But in the back end, he does a heavy dose of man-to-man coverage. 
you know, and that's something that we thrive on, especially when you got three corners, you know, with G. New, uh, Martin Emerson, and Denzel. You know, those guys want to be pressed in your face corners, and his defense allows that to happen. So I think those guys would be much more comfortable, you know, doing things that they're more comfortable in doing this next year. So, you know, and this, just the fact of having new energy in there, having new, a different face with, with, with different lingo and language, still had those guys fired up. I mean, this guy was a head coach before, so he knows what it takes to motivate a team. He's went to the Super Bowl as a, as a defensive coordinator, so guys will automatically gravitate to him because he's been where they want to go. And if I'm a defensive tackle, I'm clinching on everything he's saying because his defensive tackles are known to be all pros. Tyvis, how about like his side of the ball? I, mean, I don't know if you've had a chance to talk with any guys that you used to play with that's played for him or know anybody that's played for him along the way, but it sounds to me like the dynamic of the defensive rooms, I don't know how you would say, the defensive locker room might change a little bit with him in the way he treats people. So I'm not saying anything against Joe Woods because I don't know. I wasn't a player in there. But have you talked to anybody that's played for him before, and what do you expect – our defense to how do you expect our defense to respond to him being the new defensive coordinator? I have not talked to anybody that has played for him before. I actually okay. was looking to get talk to Malcolm Jenkins because Jim Schwartz said that Malcolm Jenkins was one of his favorite players he's ever coached. So I wanted to talk to Malcolm about that, but Malcolm's pretty tied up in these days. So he said he'll get back to me after the Super Bowl. Obviously, with him being with Philly. You know, he's he's heavily involved in that. So I'll get the four one one on exactly who Jim Swartz is as a coach from him. But um yeah, it's definitely gonna be different. Um as I was seeing something about, you know, people was wondering how Denzel would feel because he was the only one publicly, you know, standing up for Joe Woods and what he feels some type of way. I think at the end of the day these guys wanna win. You know, they wanna do whatever it takes to win. And Jim Schwartz is is a known winner obviously like I say he got a Super Bowl ring so the things that he says they're going to listen to what he says um and I just think they want to be motivated you know you want to you want somebody to come in there with passion and energy and from some of these these interviews that I'm hearing and listening it just seems like that kind of was gone from Joe Woods you know it just was here's the game plan let's just go but I think with Jim Schwartz you get a little more energy you know this is a guy who I hear you know, gets to know his players, you know, takes time out to, to learn what they're good at and learn about them. And if you do that, obviously guys respond to that and want to, to want to play hard for that. And it's just about this team having to figure, have to realize, listen, we got to get our, we got to get it back together. Last year, you can look at the defense and say, you know, we didn't make it to the playoffs strictly because our defense wasn't up to par. And if I'm a defensive player, I'm not about to keep that narrative. You know, we're not going to be the reason that this t- this thing doesn't work. So they should be extremely motivated in this offseason and right that wrong next season. Tyvis Powell joining us, Browns Radio Network, former NFL defensive back. Let's uh, jump back into what we saw over the weekend. AFC, Bengals looked terrific. Chiefs looked terrific, I think, until even well, even with Patrick Mahomes getting dinged up. But now you've got the Bengals and the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes with a high ankle sprain. What do you think? Yeah. See, listen, the, the, the Chiefs was already, you know, going to be going to struggle because they've never beaten, you know, Cincinnati. I think the last, what, three times they played Cincinnati has won. So it was already putting them at a disadvantage. However, the thing that made Cincinnati so tough right now it's the defensive coordinator and what he's doing. I mean, he is unbelievable. I was actually talking to Sherman about this a couple of hours ago. We had a had like an hour phone call about this. 
you know, when you look at these two quarterbacks, obviously it's Patrick Mahomes. Let's, let's get that understood. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback out right now. Like the things that he does, a guy that had a high ankle sprain is still going in there, throwing jump passes off of foot and throwing touchdowns and still being able to do that and still be able to perform, even with a high ankle sprain, is tough. But Patrick Mahomes is built with the right stuff. He's one of those guys, as long as he has a pulse in his body, he's going out on that field and he's going to play. And he's going to continue to do things at the high, at the level that he does. However, when you go to Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow just is the winner, man. That guy just knows how to win games. It, 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 like, it's, it's like a Michael Jordan thing. Like, y'all don't want to get it done? All right, get out the way. I'll do it myself. And I'll figure it out. It's just that's who he is. Um, but the difference between these two teams is the defense. Like I say, Cincinnati's defense has been unbelievable. Some of the stuff that he does, like that that putting seven guys up on the line of scrimmage and then only rushing three or sometimes sending all seven or you don't know what's coming, like that's confusing to the offensive line. That's confusing to a quarterback. So when it drops out, you never know exactly what they're going to do. And that's giving Cincinnati this great advantage right now to me. So I think Cincinnati will be back in the Super Bowl after this after this uh, upcoming week. And how about that Buckeye influence? You know, overall, you look over the whole season on on Cincinnati's defense this year, and just your thoughts. I mean, you know a lot of those guys. That's why I just kind of want to pick your brain on that a little. Well, you know, you know, Buckeyes show up and make plays. You know, you. You just right. think about some of the some of the key plays that have been made this year. Uh, I remember Von Bell punching out a football um, on goal line. Uh, you mm-hmm. see, you remember Sam Hubbard, you know, coming away with obviously that that fumble recovery and taking it to the house. He had Eli with the with the game winning PBU. Like it's just you know these guys step up and make plays, and and half of these and those guys know what it takes to win championships. I mean, obviously they did it in college. And they're playing at a high level right now. They they are very confident in what you know the DC is calling right now. They have swag to themselves. Obviously, Eli is back in playoff form. <laughs> Eli is back in playoff form, man. And I, you, you just gotta love to see it. You you just see a group of guys that love playing ball and love making plays. You enjoyed that way too much. I mean, when you know the guys, it's a lot more fun, isn't it, Tyler? I mean. <laughs> Tyvis Powell joining us, Browns Radio Network. Buckeye loves Buckeyes, laughs about Buckeyes. That's all. That's all good. Uh, Andy and I asked early in the show, Tyvis, you watched these games this weekend. What did you learn, Browns fans? And we really stressed two things. Number one, Deshaun Watson better be as good as he was when he was in Houston, because the AFC is loaded with good young quarterbacks at the top. You know, we saw four of them on display in, in this round of the playoffs. And good defense plays in the playoffs, you know, and it's no coincidence the teams that had a better defense in the regular season had, you know, were were playing this weekend as well. Can the Browns, can Watson be that good? And can the Browns defense get to where it needs to be? Well, I think that's just the big, that's why this offseason is such a huge thing because, you know, obviously you look at the playbook, you, you have to look at the last six games and say, how is it that we went from averaging about 20-something points, 24-ish points a game, to when Deshaun Watson come in, we can't score two touchdowns in a game. So now we got to find out what game plan suits what Deshaun Watson is great at and how do we get 
how do we utilize all our pieces? You know, I think that going into this, this past season, obviously the Deshaun Watson suspension was big, but I don't think we did a great job of utilizing our strong pieces, which would have been Nick Chubb. Um, obviously Nick Chubb, you know, is he got, what do you got, 1,500 yards rushing on the season. Everybody felt like he could have had a lot more. You know, he'll always be a guy who you can depend on. But how do you come up with a game plan that, that he's satisfied but also letting Deshaun Watson look like that top five quarterback again. That's where Kevin Stefanski is going to have to earn his money this offseason. And then as far as the defensive side of the ball goes, like I told you, defense wins championship. That's going to always be the thing, especially when you get into the playoffs. You know, you you got some, you got to make some tweaks and some adjustments in some spots. You know, some of the positions that we overlooked these past few years, particularly defensive tackle and particularly linebacker, you see that if you look at these teams that's thriving in these playoffs, they have key guys at those spots. You know, you you got a, a all pro linebacker like Fred. You got these elite pass rushers. You got guys that's clogging up the middle so guys can't run the ball. We have to get that on the Cleveland Browns. We have to stop thinking that we can just pay certain positions and we'll be fine with with the average Joe at these positions. That's not the case. You got to go back to what the you know, the foundation of football. You have a strong interior, meaning defensive tackle and linebacker, that should help you in the run game. And this past season, obviously, the Browns were not great in the run game. And if you're not going to be great in the run game, that's going to make game planning against you very easy. So, they got some, it's, it's going to be a – the Browns have to be very active this offseason, and they have to get the right pieces in there to allow Jim Schwartz to make the defense turn around. Tyvis, you picked Cincinnati over Kansas City. How about the NFC? San Francisco? Eagles. You know, I'm biased. I know you are. <laughs> I don't buy. I can't go against San Francisco, even though I think that that Eagles game will be tough um, because just off of the, the wide receivers that the Philadelphia has, first of all, that RPO is tricky and it's challenging. For anybody that's ever gone against it, you know. But if you never went against it, it's putting your linebackers in a in a – in a bind. Is they running the ball? Is they throwing the ball? If you believe it's a run, they just pull it and throw it right behind you for a big game. So that's putting them in a bind. These, but I like I like San Francisco linebackers. I think they're smart. Um, I think the biggest key in this whole thing is going to be D'Amico Ryan. You know, he has if he finds a way to win these next two games, then he should go wherever head coaching job he decides to take. He can call his number because. He is a wizard, and he does a great job at halftime, you know, making adjustments. Obviously, you know, San Francisco after halftime, they're not giving up too many points. So it'll be interesting to see if this this uh, San Francisco defense can hold on. They have to at least hold on until halftime so D'Amico can be able to coach them up halftime and try to get things stopped. Hey, Tyvis, you just said making adjustments at halftime. We were talk- joking around a little bit last week about the Manning cast, and those guys said that, like coaches that like this perception of making adjustments at halftime isn't reality that it's kind of a joke. What do you think? I think that coaches do definitely make some adjustments. <laughs> they definitely so don't get me wrong. Over the course of a game, right? There are there's adjustments being made. However, when you get to halftime, that's when everything is calm. You're not like I, if you're during a game. The offense go three and out. He can't get to everything. But halftime, he can address everything. And he'll show you exactly what they're running and how we'll stop it so everybody on defense can see it and be on the same page. How much so time do you actually have in there, Tyvis, to, to, to meet as a team? 
Yeah, it goes by pretty quick, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it definitely, listen, when you're watching it when on TV, it seems like it's really fast. When you're yeah. in there, it does go kind of fast. I think you get about 10 minutes maybe. Okay. But they, 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 they move and they talk very quickly, so everybody got to be locked in. Gotcha. Bathroom, water. Listen for a little bit and then go play football. Get retaped. Yeah, you, there it is. Get you, get you some, uh, get you some orange peels. Get you to some pop, some pop tarts to refuel yourself. <laughs> listen to what, what, listen to what they say. Boom, head coach say his final hurrah, rah, and boom, we back out on the field. Pop tarts, you buy them by the case. Raisinets, man, raisinets are the way to go. Ain't nobody eat no raisinets. <laughs> telling you, man, raisinets are good. You get the instant sugar from the chocolate. Then you get the long term. Oh, you get the instant energy from the chocolate, and no then you why. get long term energy. Yeah, you need, you need that vitamin C. You need that vitamin C into you. Get nice. you going again. Tyvis, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Tyvis. See y'all. Have a good one. Tyvis Powell, thanks. Browns Radio Network, joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.